Some blockbuster news that happened just a few hours ago. Hunter Biden enters a non-guilty plea after a deal falls apart in court. I don't totally understand what all is going on, uh, but it's a big news story, and that's why I bring on Thane Rosenbaum, CBS News legal analyst, to uh, discuss what all this means. Thane, thanks for being on the show. Anytime for you, Nate. You know that. Give us a synopsis of the whole situation. Why was Hunter Biden in court, and what kind of deal did they think they had until this morning? So everyone has preferred to the idea of plea bargain, right? The purpose of a plea bargain is where the defense team and the prosecution team strike a deal and avoid trial. In fact, 97, 98% of all criminal cases are resolved by way of plea bargain. So when you watch trials on TV, you're watching something rare. Most criminal cases end with a plea deal. So that's what happened here. The problem was America started to pay attention to this plea deal where uh, uh, Hunter Biden hadn't paid taxes for four years at all. Uh, for some reason, they decided not to include the two years in which he received millions of dollars. And on the two years that they were going to hold him responsible and guilty, they dropped the charges from a felony to a misdemeanor. So he was essentially pleading guilty to two little misdemeanors, even though most people would have had to deal with felony charges. And there was a gu- an illegal gun charge which apparently was going to be expunged from his record if he entered a diversionary program. So it looked like a really sweetheart deal. And last week, as you remember, the FBI whistleblowers testified about how they were thwarted in every attempt to investigate, to ask questions of witnesses, to get search warrants, anything having to do with Hunter Biden, they were pretty much restricted. So the country was sort of watching what was supposed to happen today, which is, he was supposed to come into court and plead guilty to the two misdemeanors uh, and say, and, and that would be it. Except this judge, normally judges say, well, look, if you guys have agreed to a deal, I'm not going to interfere. But Nate, today, this judge went, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? I mean, this is something what she said. What are you asking me to do? Is this the end of your investigation? Is it over? Are there any other things that you're doing? And then the prosecutors were feeling pressured by that because what essentially was supposed to happen is he would have pled guilty to the misdemeanors and then the investigations would have been over. It would have been like a blanket immunity. And this judge sort of shocked everybody by saying, wait a minute, I don't, I'm not signing off on this. I thought we got to take a break. Uh, this sounds like if we agree to this deal, there will never be any other prosecution dealing with anything else related to his overseas business dealing. And so that's what happened. The deal is now off the table, right? He did not plead guilty. He pled not guilty to the charges. And now we'll see whether there'll be another plea offer or he goes to trial. So now what are the implications for him? Is is jail time possible if the worst uh, option happens for him? Sure, Nate. Now everything is back on the table, right? So for instance, you know, most Americans, you don't pay your taxes for four years. By the way, the whistleblowers last week said that they deliberately, the Justice Department deliberately let the statute of limitations uh, expire on the first two years. I think it was uh, 2014 and 2015. So he was only being charged with 2017 and 2018. So the question is that those felonies are back on the table. Uh, the gun uh, charges on the table. And even more importantly, stuff that the IRS whistleblowers said they weren't allowed to investigate, right? For instance, uh, he was receiving millions of dollars from foreign governments 
should he been uh, uh, should he have received clearance under the, uh, as a foreign agent? The failure to apply and be uh, uh, considered a foreign agent is jail time. Paul Manafort in the Mueller investigation went to jail just for that for failing to to apply as a foreign agent. So a whole series of new things, not just tax returns, are potentially open now, and the FBI. Uh, and the Justice Department is exposed because it appears that they gave him preferential treatment. And now they might not. Now that the country is watching, they might actually, you know, open up an investigation that had never been opened before. With all of this coming to light, are eyes now turning to the president? And are people asking, uh, was he part in uh, the FBI not really looking into this, according to the whistleblower? Yeah. I mean, they're not blaming him per se. Right. They're not saying we have knowledge that Joe Biden called the attorney general and said, leave my son alone. There's no evidence of that. All they're saying is all the whistleblowers said, maybe we've been doing this for 20 years. We never saw anything like this. We never told no one was telling us prosecutors. Everyone was telling us to just stop, stop looking, stop searching. Don't look for get a search warrant. Don't interview so and so. Don't call that person. They're saying that never happened before. So what are the implications of that? I don't know, but I do know this. Now they're going to start to follow the money because apparently there really were millions of dollars that ended up getting distributed from Hunter to offshore accounts and to other family members, possibly even his father. So his father's saying, I have no business dealings with my son. I have no idea what my son is doing. We don't even discuss his business dealings. That question is now open again because if, in fact, those checks were cashed, and money somehow found their way into accounts for all the Bidens, including the president. Someone's going to investigate how did that happen since the president, it, you know, was he, was this is what's classic influence peddling. Was Hunter Biden functioning as a foreign agent on behalf of other governments to pressure the government to give favorable treatment and influence because his father was at the time the vice president of the United States? There's just a lot of open-ended questions, and it sounds to me like it's going to take a really long time to get any concrete answers in this one. Yeah, it's a, you know, I think you're right. Uh, the Republicans on some of these congressional committees are not going to let this go. Uh, but remember, simultaneous with this, we have these various criminal proceedings and probes against Donald Trump. So you have these competing you know, criminal cases. Now, again, the Biden team is saying, Nothing has been, uh, there's been no allegation of anything against the president, just his son. Uh, and so we'll let, that does need to be pleased, played out a bit. But, you know, surely nothing like this in America has ever happened, where both presidential candidates, the existing president, and the, the outgoing president who wants to run for re-election is subject to all of these criminal proceedings. Yeah, absolutely. We could, uh, we very well could end up with a... Uh final election here between two candidates and both are being investigated and prosecuted for serious crimes remember the the documents case in the trump case is espionage which is ironic right because that they're prosecuting him for espionage but there isn't any claim that he was in touch with any foreign government in connection with the documents here with hunter biden made it's all about foreign government it's all about foreign corporations writing checks to him. So that's the little irony, right, that all the attention was played on Trump and his, 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 in, his seeming uh, interference. 
does seem that what you have here, at least with Hunter Biden, lots of money were given to him. And the question is why from foreign government, foreign corporations. And hopefully we'll actually get an answer, and uh, this doesn't stay confusing and open-ended for that uh, that much longer. Thane Rosenbaum, CBS News legal analyst, thanks for being on the show. Anytime, mate. Thanks.